every single night, six million short-term rentals are sitting empty. That seems like a pretty big problem, you know? I mean, if you if you put a dollar amount to that, it's like $1.2 billion a night, or like $500 million a year. Hi, I'm Wyatt. And I'm Grace. And you're listening to Our Dad and your host of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. What's up, guys? Welcome to another episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. I'm your host, Sean Moore, and I'm really excited about our guest today because I'm going to learn as much as you guys listening. This is a new concept for me. Today, we've got Sean Wilkinson. He's the co-founder and CSO of HostShare. And so, Sean, I'm really excited about our conversation today. I appreciate you joining us. Well, hey, Sean. Hey, thanks so much for having me, man. Love the name too. Heck yeah. We better not forget each other's names, right? Yeah. Throughout this conversation. So awesome, man. Well, listen, I... Uh, you know, I'll tell you that it was interesting. I was inter interviewing one of our mastermind members, uh, an investor who ha has a property in Panama City Beach about maybe about six months ago or so. And it was on one of our podcasts. And he was talking to me about how awesome we were talking about his success. And we we're talking about how his property launched and the money he's making his occupancy. And then he brought up this uh, this extra thing that he was doing. And it was the first time that I had really ever given it any thought and heard about it. And he was telling me, he said, listen, it was really awesome because not only did I make all this money on this property, but I went to three different big vacations. I went to, um, I have my property in Panama City Beach and I went to Hawaii this year. I went to Yellowstone National Park area this year. And then I went, took my, my family up by Washington, DC. And he said, and I used it from, I traded basically my unused nights yeah. on my property and that I wasn't using was able to book these other properties and kind of had this, I was sharing my my unused nights with another host. And I thought, man, that's that's a really cool concept. And as long as I've been in the business, I've never really gotten into that, considered it, really talked to anybody who had done it until him. When you and I, uh, I got the email that Liz said, hey, listen, I got this Sean Wilkinson guy from HostShare. And this looks like that concept that you were really interested in. Should we talk about this? I said, heck yeah, let's get him on the podcast. I want to talk about this. So I'm really excited just for myself to learn more about this, Sean. So what, I, what I'd love to start with, though, is tell us a little bit. I love getting to know somebody's background and kind of what got them interested in this world and kind of what led you to host share. And then ultimately, we'll talk about the details of what that really looks like. If you wouldn't mind, let's just kind of rewind the clock a little bit, though. Let's talk yeah. a little bit about the background. If we go back, uh, my, my personal side, you know, I'm, I'm from a commercial real estate background. Sounds like we kind of have a similar background with lots of flips, you know, back in the day and built a rental portfolio, built a property management company that I still have today. But, you know, at, at one point, it was like, you know, I'm just going to stay focused on this until I until I kind of create a freedom for myself that that I felt, you know, um, I had the flexibility to go try something new. And so we built we kept building that over time. Um, and along the way, I I built a, about four uh, short term rental. Um, I built a little portfolio of four short term rentals that were kind of honestly, they were kind of a uh, just kind of on the back burner for me. I I basically did them out of necessity. I, I put them where where all of my other properties were. And that way I had a place to go whenever I would you know, go and um, to, to see my portfolio. So I did that. And then, you know, then once I kind of, I, we, me and my wife, uh, we, we got pregnant with our first kid and we were like, man, we need to, we need to get back to where family's at. Cause we'd moved a couple hours away um, from family. And so at that point we decided to move back to our hometown. So we built a home here in Yakima, Washington. And, um, and then I felt like I'd kind of had the freedom at that point. I wasn't really around all my properties and, I was getting bored, you know, I don't know if you ever have that, but you know, I was oh, kind yeah. of 
as a serial as a serial entrepreneur kind of yeah. you know you can't sit still for very long yeah and so my brother's here in the area and um, we both have about four short-term rentals each and one thing i realized is that like these things sit empty a lot of the time i mean we we were thinking about both of ours you know we're like well, well these things are sitting empty quite a bit um, we were started thinking we're both pilots, so we we got thinking about how all these luxury items, you know, including you know airplanes and boats and all these things sit empty ninety percent of the year. Or not not short term rentals, but luxury items sit you know sit not being used probably ninety percent of the time. And so we started thinking about about that. Um, and it's like, man, how do you better utilize these these assets? And then that's when we started thinking our short term rentals sit empty all the time. You know they they've got vacancy in between uh, in between bookings and and so when we started researching it we realized that I think globally the the occupancy rate is only like thirty nine percent per yeah. year which is yeah. which was crazy to me so like your vacancy rate is over sixty percent which means that like every single night six million short term rentals are sitting empty and so we realized that, that seems like a pretty big problem you know I mean. If you if you put a dollar amount to that, it's like nearly like one point two billion dollars a night, or like five hundred yeah. million dollars a year, and you know, and just like lost to uh, uh, you know lost revenue from vacancy, and so so that was kind of what spurred the the concept and got us got our wheels turning on like how do we how do we solve a little bit of this issue or give more value to that. Um, to that vacancy. And so that's awesome. And it, and it's really, I mean, it's awesome when I love when I talk to, you know, I love hearing how entrepreneurs minds work. Right. And that's why I love the backstory is like what got the conversation started and how do we, you know, and you're like, Hey, this is a problem because you're right. Like there's a, even some of the best destination markets, you know, you're going to underwrite them at around 50, 55% occupancy, which means you're at 50, 45 to 50% vacancy. That's one of the big misconceptions I think for new investors in the short-term space is that these things operate at 80 or 90% occupancy. They don't, right? That's not the case. You're, you're a, a really good property still going to probably be operating in that 50 to 60% occupancy. And so you've got a lot of nights that are unused. And so it's interesting to me, you have this idea and it always takes, you know, guys, and I'm, I'm glad, love that, you know, we live in a world, there's guys like you and your brother who kind of figure out, they're smarter than me that can kind of figure out these problems and then how, how to solve them. So what did you just like one day you're like, hey, this is a problem. We've got these short-term rentals. We've got some vacancies. Like, let's go like test this out and see how it works. Or like, like how did you how did you actually put this together with, with host share and like, be able to because it's a new concept right it still is yeah. a new concept that not everybody's doing and and we have to you know you have to get some traction a little bit so you have enough inventory where it actually makes sense for everybody right absolutely yeah that network effect really has to has to take place and i i will say that my brother and i well i'll speak for myself i'm not i'm not the brains behind the operation you know where we ended up we we conceptualized it and figured out a you know kind of the calculation of how how these things had to work together and how to get everyone, you know, a free or a, a, a fair, um, you know, exchange of value. But at that point we were like, we started working on, you know, web flow and just trying to like start to develop something and realize really quick, this is way above our pay grade. To, yeah. to do this time. So if, you know, if you're out there and trying to start something, the, the best thing you can do is, is go and find somebody that is aligned with your values and, you know, and you can bring in and just, gets excited about the same thing and we'll, you know, we'll jump in with you that, that has that understanding. Cause so, cause at that point, what we did is we, we found two partners that was actually, so it's my brother and I, and it was actually my brother's 
brother-in-law, so his wife's uh, husband, that had created multiple web app, web applications and um, really talented. Um, and so he, luckily, they were kind of at a lull with their company where they they had the flexibility to jump onto a new project, and they they saw the vision and um, were really excited about it. <laughs> and so him and his partner, their names are Michael uh, Michael Fisk and Devin Lynn jumped on at that point and um and they were they're our development team so since then we've grown our okay. development you know from there but um but yeah it's are it's you guys like, based in yakima uh me and my brother based in yakima um and then the, the rest of the team is tennessee and um and spokane and then we've got and when the- did this when did this kind of come together and start to we actually start working on development how long how long ago was that that was actually You'll be surprised how how new we are. Um, it was uh, April of last year. And so, what does so we you start to you start to put it together? Because then I want to dive into how we do this. Is like I'm an investor as well, and I have properties that ultimately have vacancy, right? And I think it is a phenomenal concept. So I want to dive into that. But I'm always really just personally interested as watching how companies come and form and grow and and you know and, and really. Put together because we're we're basically almost running up on that year mark, right? We're the first of March right now, end of February, film or recording this first of March when this will launch. So we're not even a full year. And so, what is it? What did that first year look like? I'm a, I'm assuming you've got to get that inventory right, and you've got to get that network of of property owners that are buying into the concept, but maybe not being able to dive right in and use it all yet because there just isn't a lot to use, but maybe I'm wrong. Is that, is that what that looks like? That's the hardest, that was the hardest thing. And, and you know, I mean, frankly, we're going to deal with that for, for um, probably this first year of being live because, because we right. are, we're just now going live to our whole, um, to our whole waiting list. We actually just went live to everyone literally on Monday. So, um, so it, you know, it was basically how we started was, we had this concept and we, we, we worked it. We, we talked to a lot of people and then, um, and then we started building it. You know, we just, we jumped right in and then we started creating a wait, a wait list, um, that, that people could jump on once they understood, you know, kind of what, what the, um, what the program was. And, and then we kind of had a couple lucky, you know, um, you know, uh, mentions on various podcasts, the, um, like uh, the my first, I don't know if you're familiar with like my first million podcast. They mm-hmm. they had, they just they somehow came across it. Actually, one of our um, one of our founders had men- mentioned it, and they they went on to their podcast and started talking about it. And you know, so we got a ton of ton of traffic from that. And then and then just a few more things like that to where we had enough inventory to where it actually felt like okay, like there's places to go on right. on our platform that are just in the waiting list right now. So we have to build up this waiting list and keep it, you know, we'll, we'll, of course we're going to it's going to be a a free model until it's like there's enough properties to where everyone's able to get, you know, the full the value from it. And so um so we expect that that it, it will be continuing to be free. So if your members are to sign up, they still get 12 months of, you know, a free membership, which it's only it's only like 3.95 a year um right. to be on the platform. Um and well, you know, what was actually funny was when I went to Nashville, I decided to go to that conference last minute. So I think it was like six or just a few days before. And I realized, so I, I paid like, I don't know, it was like seven, $800 for this Airbnb that I stayed at. And I was thinking about it. If that place was on, on host share and I was to go and, and, you know, wanted to, wanting to stay at that property, um, I could either pay $800 on Airbnb to go 
or I could subscribe to Hoshare and go to that property, you know, as long as it's last minute. And it's actually still cheaper for me to subscribe to Hoshare and I'd still have 20, you know, or I guess like 18 more nights to, to go and travel. If you're right, if you're able to get in the, in the path of a host booking last minute, anyways, it's, it's, uh, it's a wash. So how do you define, so before I ask that, yeah. I was going to say, you know, on the, on the last minute, tell me now, like, it, tell me the concept. If you were talking to me as a host, like yeah. you're saying, Hey, Sean, this is, you know, this is a really good idea for you. You've got these great properties that we want. We'd love to have in our inventory. Here's what ben- how it benefits, you know, you to put your properties in that inventory. And, and what does that really look like for me as a, as an owner or as an investor that owns these properties? Yeah, I guess I should say Hoshare is a new travel platform, right? It's, it's, yep. an, it's like an OTA, almost like yep. an Airbnb. It's, it's set up in that way to where you can search properties um and you know and travel and so but what's different is that it's exclusive to hosts and owners of short-term rentals so so you're only on here if you're a host or an owner and you you sign up with your own property and when you upload your property you automatically get 21 nights of free travel for getting your property on the platform and then depending on price point or your adr of your property depends on how many nights you share so if you're well above our our median price point you'll share a lot less nights. And so gotcha. what's cool is that even if you have a maybe a $200 a night property, you're still able to travel 21 nights uh, a year to all the whatever properties that are on the platform. It's just those nicer ones are going to be more limited in how many nights they're on the platform. So if you're lower than our median, then you might share more nights. But but it's all going off of the it's all going off the law of averages, right? Because depending on if you don't have any vacancy, so you're like you're running 90% occupied, right? Then you still get you still get your 21 nights and you don't actually have to share any nights it's just we we track the calendars of everybody's um airbnb or, or whatever their channel manager uh calendar and so that way we can see those those um last minute which we define last minute as five nights before so those those five nights um you kind of have a five night horizon right so if you're if you're booking uh four nights in advance you'd only be able to book one night but if you're booking one night like tomorrow night, you could book up to four nights, that five night kind of horizon. So that's the, that's the definition of last minute, right? You, you've got anything within like five days out is what you'd, you'd be booking. Correct. Yeah. But you couldn't take five days out and book a week, right? Because it's that, that gets outside of the horizon. Is that correct? Or how's that work? Right now we, yeah, we don't. So, um, eventually, I mean, there's so many, we get so much feature creep as we go and we want to build more, more, uh, options. But, you know, eventually we'll have an ability to where you can book a week, but just two days would be paid, you know. In yeah, the, gotcha. Um, you know, in that mix. And so. And it's a really interesting concept of how you're keeping it kind of equitable, right? If I have a, if I have a $200 a night property, no matter what, I'm going to get my 21 day or 21 nights. Um, and, but if my property that I put in the pool is $200 a night and the average, the median is $500 a night, then I might need to share 21 or maybe more than 21 days in order to get my 21 days. Right. And so, and vice versa, if I have a property that is $1,500 a night on average, I might only have to share a week because, you know, to get my 21 days. Four nights. Yeah. 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 How does it become like, how do you keep it sort of equitable to where what I'm, what I'm putting in is kind of equitable to what I'm getting out? Yeah, that was, that was a big part of just the whole, you know, con- conceptualizing this. How do you make it a fair transaction between, you know, everyone that's on the platform? And that's, right. kind, of, that's kind of what we stumbled upon and are really happy with. 
Um, right. And, you know, I think everyone on the platform is really happy with that setup. There is one thing that can make or break your success with short-term rentals, and that's your ability to provide your guests with an amazing night's rest. We're taking all of the guesswork out of selecting the perfect mattress system. Personally, I have these custom mattresses in every one of my short-term rentals. We love them so much that we even got them in our own personal homes here in Utah. So visit VodiceySleepSystem.com and use the promo code PODCAST. It's all caps at checkout to get 55% off. It's interesting because I, I love that concept because you really don't know either who's like you, you, when they when they book the property one I love the five-day window because it, that it truly is last minute those property those bookings are a lot of times most likely not going to book um, you know and so you're you, you, you know that's a and and we, we obviously as as investors we get last minute bookings but you know that you're you know there's a higher likelihood of that property being vacant if it's not booked within a week right if you're within a week out. Right. Um, there, there's very few markets that you, that you would be leaving money on the table by, by running down that road. And it kind of naturally, like, you know, your high season are going to, it's going to be all booked up in advance. So, so hopefully you don't have much vacancy in that time. So, but if there is, what's cool is that you still, as a traveler have, you, you can get those little deals that are in between, you know, in, even in the high season. Um, but a lot of times it, it will it'll work out to be in your off season or, you know, yeah. kind of in these, uh, uh, you know, windows that might, might not be as, as popular. And, you know, one thing too, that we're working on is, cause I know for you, most of your owners are, are just owners and they don't host the property. Right. Yes. And so that's, that's the, that was kind of our, um, one of our, one of our main pushes right now is actually how we work with, with property management companies. Yeah. And we have, we have a really great system being developed for that. And uh, right now, our main our main thing that we tell management companies is that that this by by offering it by offering or supporting HostShare, um, it's a really it's a really unique proposition for you to grow, you know, as a property management company because because uh, what you know what other property management company will give three weeks of free travel to each of their owners, you know, um, right? I mean, that's a really cool. It's a really cool proposition. Plus the the marketing ability where you have only other hosts coming to your properties. So now you've kind of got this, like, you know, you're, you're able to um, mark, you kind of have a captive audience while they're there at your property. You know, it's just, it's a unique proposition to where, you know, you're able to have, you're able to provide something very different from, from what is, um, you know, what's typically done. I was going to say the, the other thing I was going to say was that now you don't have your other people booking their own property as much. So, so yeah. now we're able to, you know, maybe maybe book those nights uh, with paying, you know, customers as well too. Right, and that's the that's really an interesting selling point if you have a property manager because a lot of property managers are like, man, you know, I, I struggle sometimes when I have a an owner that wants to book their properties all the time or whatever, right? And there and a lot of times all the time is is you know fourteen or twenty days a, a year, right? And so they're going to book it anyways. But you're saying, that, hey, the the owner's actually probably not going to book their property because they're going to go use somebody else's property in many cases. So they'll use this property less. That and then you might have somebody in last minute that's just paying the cleaning fees, but you might not as well. It's a, it's that, like you said, it ends up being working on the law of averages. And I think it's a really, really interesting concept because I can tell you like in our Vodacy family and we've got, we, we call it Vodacy escapes and we have a master property list and we have everybody's properties listed on there. And we try to support each other and stay in each other's properties. And, and a lot of times people are saying, Hey, how about I, you know, I'll stay in your property and you stay in mine and we swap it. The swap isn't always equitable and it's not always the the one person who wants to do it. The other party doesn't always want to go to that other place, right? And so it really alleviates that because we've seen like 
we love the idea of swapping properties. We've talked about it for a long time, but we've never figured out like, it's always like, hey, Sean, can I come stay in your property and you stay in mine? And one of the parties doesn't really work, right? They don't, yeah. maybe they don't want to go to, to, you know, St. George, Utah, and you've got a property in down in Destin, Florida, and I want to go to Destin, but you don't want to go to St. George. It, that seems yeah. to happen a lot. And this alleviates that because there's no, it's like, hey, listen, there's a pool of properties now. Like you say, it's an OTA of other hosts have their properties on there. It should be a really good a really good guest in your property because they're going to treat it well because they actually are owners and they understand that, Hey, listen, we want to, we want to, to treat these properties. So you've got these people coming into your property, really treating it, you know, and taking care of it, but also being able to turn some of these, these nights, we all love to travel. We get into this business because we love to travel and I don't have to just trade just for Sean's property, you know, that he has in this one spot, I can go into a network and really figure out how to, how to leverage my property into other places that I do want to go use. You know, one thing that you mentioned was, you know, people that are traveling to your property are all, are all hosts and owners. And so we actually have what's called the share pledge when you sign up, you know, it's just, it's kind of a rules, you know, code of conduct within yeah. within the community. You know, we, we want it to be, you know, as little work for the host to turn and like, really respectful, um, you know, people that are on this platform. And so we have, the, we, we have what's called the, the share pledge when you sign up that you, you, you agree to. And then, you know, um, the, the direct swap, you know, it's a, it's, it's a really cool. I mean, it's really cool when it works, but, and there's other, there's other companies that do, um, similar things to, to that, like, uh, like home exchange or third home you might be familiar with. Yep. And, um, you know, the difference though, that we, that we realized with within short-term rentals is that it really doesn't make sense to to do these as a short-term rental because you're always going to be giving up revenue in the future, you know. So you're going to be blocking out this week in the future, and you might be trading it with someone that has their primary home on the platform, you know. And primary homes just don't really fit in this structure because, or it, honestly, I don't I don't know if it works very well in third home or home exchange because now you're counting on that homeowner being gone when you travel to it, you know, and if they, if their plans get changed or if their trip gets canceled, now they're at home and, you know, and, and so, so it's, you know, I think a lot of those trips get canceled a lot of times and they have to redirect where they're going or, um, also we, we're kind of spoiled in that every listing that's on, you know, that's on our platform is ran as a business. So like, there's, there's professional photos, you know, we're not dealing with people's, you know, uh, iPhone iPhone cameras and, and personal belongings and all that sort of stuff either. Um, and so that, that's really, that's really unique in how, how we function for short-term rentals and not, uh, not really, you know, it doesn't really work in the, as a primary residence, which everyone, which every other group, because there's, there's kindred, there's third home, there's home exchange, which, which all, our primary, uh, primary, primary homes. For, yeah. For part. So, yeah, this is interesting. Tell me a little bit about, I know one of the very first things, if you're, if you're thinking about doing this is you have to submit your listing. Like what are the things you guys are looking for, for the properties that you want in your portfolio? And so that like, what would make a good fit? Totally. So when, when you sign up, there's a few things that we, um, I mean, there, there's some verification things we go through, but it's really painless. I, in fact, if, if you get a chance, you, you should go on with one of your listings and just see how how painless our development team made it. Because yeah. you basically just copy and paste your Airbnb link into into it. It scrapes all the data from it, so you don't have to build your own listing. It just 
builds it right there for you. Yep. And then, um, and then you just do a persona, uh, you know, uh, ID verification. And, um, and then we have a, a right to host verification. So um, if you're, if your ID matches your um, your listing, we're pretty we're pretty quick about being able to approve you. Otherwise, we we have um, we have you know some sort of verification, whether that's a, a utility bill or something like that that yeah. will that will you know make sure that you're you're approved. But but then as for the property itself, if you're a super host, we automatically will uh, approve that property as long as you know as long as your ID and your right to host is verified as well. If you're not a super host, then we have a minimum of five reviews required on your property, and um, and we haven't done a we haven't done a, a review uh, like a star. We we were thinking we were do we would have a you know four point six star or something like that, um, but we decided against that for now, um, just because we thought more people would rather have more places to go on the platform, right? Than not. And depending on where you're pulling the property from, if you're pulling it from Airbnb, maybe, maybe a 4.6 is kind of, you know, bad or it's not great. Whereas, you know, if you're pulling it from another website, maybe 4.6 is great, you know? So it's, it's hard to, it's hard to judge that. Yeah. And I definitely will. I'm, this is a concept that, like I said, you know, we, when we started this, it's really, really interesting to me. And, and we love to travel. We love to, like for me, we actually do travel last minute a lot, right? When we ever go use our own properties, it's always last minute because we want we want to try to maximize our occupancy and not book things out too far in advance. And so we'll usually go if it's within a week is when we'll use our property. So this fits really well into that. And it would be really fun to be able to go check out other properties, but not always, not always set ourselves up for you know, that rejection of, Hey, I want to use your property. Do you want to use mine? And then our feelings are hurt when they say, no, I don't want to use yours. And so, you know, it's uh, in that every time I've ever been a part of that, and that is, that truly is kind of what happens. And there's plenty of times when the people do do swap properties and it it works out great, but there's a lot of times in our community where somebody reaches out and they hear crickets or they get told no, because they don't want the, the person's like, I'd love to have you stay, but I, you know, we're not going to be able to make it to your property or, you know, it's too small or it's too large, or there's a reason they don't want to go. And it just might not be the area they, they want to go. So the trade doesn't work. Right. And so this is a way to be able to really utilize your properties for that without worrying about that part of it. Yeah. It's all instant booking too. So, so you're literally, you know, you're on there and it, that's part of the, that's part of just the whole way the system is, is made. You can, you, you book the place for tomorrow and it's, you know, it, it shows you right there. These, here's your, you know, what you would have paid, you know, if that's $300 a night, you know, X'd out and you've got your cleaning fee. You basically just put in a, you know, payment uh, solution and then, and then it's booked, you know? And so the, the owner gets their the owner gets the notification, you get all the notification and um, you know, direct contact to the, to the uh, host and, you know, and it's, it's good to go. There's no, there's none of that back and forth or awkwardness, which is. It, it's nice. And then, and I'm sure like, and if you do like my properties, my whole portfolio is managed by professional management companies. And so, I mean, I, I obviously would be best practices to make sure that they know what's going on. Right. And, and make sure you're communicating with them, what your plans are. Like you guys said, you, you've got a good, you know, a, a good, avenue for that and some some best practices when you're talking to the the management partners but outside of that that you know it, it's a it, 
to me, it doesn't seem like there's a lot of downside here, unless you have a property that you know that you book within a week on a regular basis, then maybe you, you might do it, but that's going to just being in the game and knowing how properties book and how they underwrite and what the occupancy looks like. That's those properties are going to be few and far between. The cool thing is that you're always going to be ahead no matter what, because, because say you have one of those properties that's, you know, $500 a night. Well, you might only be on the, might only be on 15 nights a year, you know, 13 a year. And so once those nights are used, there's no more. Right. So, so that's, that's as much as you'll ever provide in that year timeline. And so as long as you're using it, if you're not using, if you're not traveling yourself, but providing, then I guess you wouldn't, you wouldn't get the value, but, but, um, you know, those are all going to be last minute and, um, and, and then they're, they're capped. Right. So, so it's, it, it, it will only be a certain amount of those nights that are even ever booked, which is, um, which I think is why you know it, it ends up being a win every every time because because you weren't gonna you weren't gonna fill all those nights otherwise right yeah yeah you weren't gonna fill them exactly and so this is awesome Sean I I'm really excited about watching you guys really grow and and really kind of refine everything and figure all this out get get a larger inventory I know that I've got uh, a half a dozen properties that will uh, will be in the inventory here shortly and so <laughs> half a dozen you're gonna have uh, you're gonna have 120 nights to travel man yeah I, I don't know that I need that many nights to travel I guess I probably had a I probably had to strategically think of that right because that's a lot yeah. of nights you're right I, uh, I but I, but it's fun to have those those properties in a portfolio so that people can you know you're gonna we, we it's fun to maximize that and and who knows you know we we like to get around the world uh in in travel and um have some fun and we do you know i don't know how many nights a year we travel we are we're on the road quite often so maybe i'll use them we'll see so anything we missed any like i'm trying to think of the questions i would have as an owner um of of just like okay if i you know wanting to do this like like thinking this through as a as an investor anything that like some of the common questions we've it seems like we've covered most of them that i would have as like an owner anything that you would want to add to that um that that maybe we needed to put an exclamation point on or that we missed i guess just that our website our website is hoshare.co so hoshare.co um and then you just go to the start traveling button in the corner and you go through those prompts and then it's really quick you just uh copy and paste your airbnb link in we'll have us we'll have a manual uh ability here soon but that's that's our that's the easy way you'll have you'll be signed up in two minutes and then we go through your verification usually within right now we're trying to do it within 20 minutes or 30 minutes as long as it's within uh business hours and um and then yeah you literally you get that done you can start traveling right away tonight that's awesome yeah so guys we'll and we'll always post that in the show notes wherever you're watching or listening it is hostshare.co not.com so hostshare.co and go at it super simple i've been on the website i've checked it out it's like it, it it looks like the intake forms are super simple to be able to do and a really exciting way another way to really you know i mean that really elevates that lifestyle that we want right we've got the ability now not just to use our own properties but to go out and and use other people's properties and trade some of those those unused nights that are going to go unused anyways i mean the the, the reality is that we live in a world and we operate in a business that on average, you're going to have 50, 60% of your time that is not uh, like even on good properties that is not being used. So why not turn that into something that you can use 
and and go visit other areas, go check out new properties and you know and have some fun with it and really use these assets to not only use them as the investment side, but also to really elevate that lifestyle and those options that you have on places that you can go. So it's it's a really fun concept, Sean. So I'm really excited to see what you guys, how you grow it, what you do with it, how how large that that portfolio grows to and and um, those of us that are on it, it's you know, it's obviously beneficial. We want to see more properties on there. And so, you know, and and everybody promoting each other's you know, to put this prop, put their properties on there and use everybody else's properties is a fun concept. Nailed it, man. I, I, uh, I always get fired up when I, I hear people get excited about using it and, um, yeah, man, I, I appreciate all the, all the words and, um, yeah, we're, we're super excited just to grow this community of, of hosts and, you know, people that are, that are running these businesses and just, you know, it's just so cool to think that, that a, pr- a program like this could mean, you know, 10, weekends a year that a, that a family gets to go and make memories, you know, for, for exactly next, for next to nothing, you know, it's just or almost nothing. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And that's, what's, a, it's a lot of fun or what a, what a great economical way to really like just ultimately boost that travel and those yeah. memories and those experiences that we get to share with those people that we love to hang around with. So Sean, I really appreciate you joining us. This has been a really fun conversation for me personally, because it, again, it's something that I've been interested in. I've seen some of the the drawbacks of just trying to swap properties directly um, because of, you know, we've got a, a significantly large portfolio inside of the Vodacy family. And there just hasn't been a real good way to do that. And and this is this is just like giving me a lot of ideas to to be able to go, you know, introduce that to our Vodacy family and then obviously the world that we're talking to on the podcast right now. And so thanks so much for joining us. It's been a really, really good conversation. And so those of you that are joining us. We know how valuable your time is, and we very, very much appreciate you spending it with us. I hope you learned a lot. I hope you get as excited about this conversation as I do and uh, want to go check out hostshare.co when you get off and listen to this. And again, that we'll have the link in the show notes wherever you're watching or listening. If, you've, if you're having a problem spelling it or finding it or whatever else, you'll have the link in there. So go mm-hmm. check it out. And then we will go always at the end of every episode, I always ask you two favors. We don't run ads. We don't have sponsors on this. What we do is ask that you do two things. And one is if you got any value out of this, if somebody else you know that is in the short-term rental game would like to hear this, please share the show. Those things are really helpful for us. If you have more than 30 seconds, like it, give us a thumbs up, leave us a review on whatever platform you're watching or listening on. And the final thing and the most important thing that I always ask you at the end of every episode is to go pick that one thing you can do today, start building that life you don't want to take a vacation from. Cheers, my friends. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Vacation Rental Revolution podcast. Share this with other people you think need to hear about it. And don't forget to subscribe and leave us a review. Hey, Grace, is there a website? Yes! For more amazing content and expert advice, visit bodicey.com. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you on the next episode.